All right, here we go. Episode six, season seven, The Muskox, Host Alone. Back at it again. That's here right. we go. <laughs> the boys are back in town. And we got ourselves a dead muskox this time, boys. What do we think? <laughs> that is the highlight. We saw a lot of muskox action. Who called it? Who called it last week? Uh, I I could see it coming. It looked <laughs> looked promising with the cliffhanger. Um, I mean, when you, when the next episode was was called the muskox, I had my hunch right there. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I feel like I want to just rush through all the other characters and just get right into that, but <sighs> we'll give we'll give everyone their due. But but certainly <laughs> this was the the highlight. Well, all right. so what was the quote? Uh, I'll read it. Uh, Chaos was the law of nature. Order was the dream of man. Henry Adams. I felt like the was, I felt like the was in there really threw me off. I, that was what I found myself scratching my head about. What do you mean was? <laughs> <laughs> like pre-civilization maybe or something like that. He's a yeah. historian, looks like. Well, uh, descended order, from two U.S. presidents. Order was the dream of man. So meaning that man brought order. So then nature had no chaos. Well, it desired it, but it's saying that it's in total conflict with nature's plan, which is, you know, the law is chaos. Things got to keep keep being dragged back right towards the natural order, right? That uh, entropy. Only Things fall apart. So might so much, yeah. <laughs> now that's the roots, I mean, right, of the problem. What's that? Uh, <laughs> what's what's that Jeff Goldblum quote from Jurassic Park? <laughs> uh, yeah he's life uh life finds a way yeah, yeah that's, that's right that's right well what happened here what, what i mean prior to the muskox where should we start guys well we were about we still got seven people we went through about days 29 35 36 um and so we had a couple characters spend a tiny bit of time on, and then others we spent a little bit more on. Obviously, we'll get to Roland, who was the. Well, we what do we what bulk. do we have to deal with first? Was Joe our our guy? We I could have sworn this guy was going to tap. I mean, last episode, uh, and wouldn't you know the one little snippet? He's still just bitching about the wind. Yeah, he's still talking about it. Gripey Rick Griperson. As yeah. he said, self-proclaimed. Uh, <laughs> but he's he's kind of contemplating. Did I make a mistake? Right? Did I not spend enough time in the shelter? It's getting cold. We're getting into winter. We got rain. We got snow. And he's just in there getting dripped on now uh, with that leaky yeah. tarp. And man, I've I don't know about you, Dan. Uh, you've probably been out there longer, but being uncomfortable in your sleeping bag and being wet at night when you haven't set when I remember if I didn't set that rain fly up just perfectly or or something uh, you got some condensation yeah, it, going like, yeah something <laughs> sticks to the wall and then you uh, go up against that wall yeah. yeah that's a nightmare and I mean like it's true what they say if that thing really gets wet in a, in a serious way or I guess in their case anyway because it's too cold to get any level of, uh, I mean, unless what some crazy 
sunny day perhaps but i mean still that's that's their one refuge is that bag if that thing yeah. goes it's it's all over yeah i mean he didn't have the fire but some of them were able to get fires and chimneys and things going he's still really away around yeah <laughs> he's got his little bunker he made his flappy bunker that bothers him you gotta give it to him for making it this far given given his his half-ass shelter well he came in lean and he's lost (laughs) he's lost 20 pounds um so he's really he's really getting down there in terms of of calories he's wasting away well what did he do he didn't let's give him some credit he moved into his quote-unquote permanent shelter by moving that tarp which does look like a reasonable move but man that thing's got a lot of logs to go he's about three logs high he he's got a he's building a big homestead yeah that those logs are huge and he was uh hewning in them or flattening them today yeah Uh, right so it looks very pro but it's like perfectionism is getting in the way of the possible you know the opposite of kind of what uh keelan said you know that she kind of goes for imperfection and and then figures it out later um yeah function over form right yeah where he's he's kind of really focused on that and i think that's one of the weaknesses for a lot of folks right they have again like we said these skills but when they're able to take their time with them or they have the support of the resources uh of modern society it's it's a different different story even if you are using primitive means well i still my vote still joe i don't he he's out next he's gotta be out. he's gotta be dropping soon yes he seems like the one who's getting ready to go making a big turn here but um but you know the gotta get some food (laughs) the character uh or or the guy uh that they highlighted after joe was mark and mark is is a real interesting i think he 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 shows some promise. Um, in particular, he's got his enormous gun rack behind him every time. Yeah. <laughs> he gets interviewed. Yeah, which, the you know, post. <laughs> yeah, the post uh, wrap up. But anyway, he, you know, he's got some. Um, he got his stuff stolen from the bear, and he's got that vendetta now. And so he's, you know, got like a whole mission. He's got a, a real attitude of um, vindication rather than being defeated and i think that is a positive and he's got that marine fight in him you know i think that probably definitely helped him out uh, that military training and he's used to being alone you know being a scout sniper out there teams of two days at a time uh yep. really lying in the, in wait so he's trying to bring some of those skills out it's not just going to be a uh a cache now it's going to be a hunting stand so yeah He's going to try to get some some big game. Um, he's got some sick flows. Did you guys like yeah. the flow? I thought yeah, his freestyle he's... game was pretty strong. <laughs> what what was the song again? It was like the most uh, country freestyle, but it was definitely a freestyle. I mean, it was <laughs> legit. Yeah. He's kind of just commenting on the situation about what he's going through and how he's he's got that big old fire in that chimney. Certainly that's helping him out. Uh, big rock uh, fireplace yeah yeah and he's got a little bit of the pools of home right wants to see his uh his young child again but he's channeling it right and he talks about that mind over matter sort of using your mind positively to overcome 
whatever you can. And he's sort of the opposite there of Joe is, you know, you'll never get done until you start. And so he just starts moving and rolling and goes with the flow versus spending too much time in the planning phase. He's going into to execution. So just well, laying, thinks, laying under that tarp planning. <laughs> no <Yeah>. way. <laughs> he also remember remember the scene where uh, he strips down and he's checking out his body fat and he's criticizing himself for having skinny arms. The guy looks like he's in fantastic shape. He looks like pretty good shape. I guess maybe he's used to really uh, curls for the girls, right? You know, getting the (laughs) pumping the guns. Yeah, well, (laughs) you know, when the protein stops flowing, the guns are the first to go, you know? It's just. (laughs) Yeah, don't need them. But what a what a setback. Could you imagine, you know, you've got that cache of fish, you've been having so much good fortune, things start drying up because it's getting cold and they're starting to go deep. And then to lose that, yeah, that's yeah. devastating. That's literally like he may have just lost a million dollars by losing that bag of fish. From a clever right. ass bear that figured out to pull on the string to get it off. That seems insane. A million dollars like- cash, right? <laughs> 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 lost yeah, a million dollar cash yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> that's that's the catch of the whole thing is it's actually not a uh, cash it's c-a-c-h-e that they're gonna give you something fishy about that though i don't know how that <laughs> got a real bear of a problem now <laughs> come on you got one more one more Oh my god! He's 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 pretty grizzled by this point from the experiences <laughs> he's he's gone through. You can see it in his face. Couldn't get that. Uh, couldn't get that shave in that he needed. Well, all right. What do you, so should we move on to Callie? Callie was not in here too much. They just real brief trip with her around day thirty-four. Um. I thought the most interesting interesting thing came in the never be foreseen footage afterwards, uh, which where they showed her stealing a cache of mushrooms from a squirrel. Oh yeah, that was super uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So she had some scavenging, you know, taking advantage of the situation uh, to fill in the gaps where her her trapping and hunting isn't happening so much, but. She seems to be riding her element when that snow starts falling. She's catching, picking up those game trails, catching the, you know, the trail of the snowshoe hares there. And she really does strike me as. Be- I mean, I say it every time. She strikes me as being really sharp. I think uh, I still, I still really like her as a competitor on this. She's great. Yeah. She and like yeah, that uh, that I'd be really curious to see all the different ways to. Uh, use those mushrooms that she grabbed up she's just yeah. boiling these things or what's the is this Adam like a, a couture monster when she catches some uh you gamey, know gamey nasty meat right yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. what was that one thing they're eating the reindeer moss and the <laughs> that sludge looked terrible yeah. the, worst, was. the worst was the rock tripe yeah, yeah rock tripe that yeah. was the one <laughs> so yeah rock tripe and mushrooms like a gourmet alone culinary experience in like manhattan or something where they're 
using all the ingredients from the show alone. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to get that good tripe though, that off the rock tripe, you know, <laughs> blackened and just. <laughs> it's got to be fresh. Yeah. <laughs> fresh. Better than a subway rat, right? <laughs> yeah. Soaked in urine and and uh, <laughs> trash. Well, so that was about it for Callie, though. Um, we didn't get too much from her in this episode, but okay. what we did see is it looks like she's still moving still in a good in it. direction. Very much so mm -hmm. in it, yeah. No doubt. Ooh, you, we, we got to talk about Keelan. What do you guys think of Keelan's little boat endeavor? Well, she took a big <laughs> risk. She she showed that risk versus reward. She's gonna Man. roll the dice. Uh, that that ratio seems a little off to me. <laughs> yeah, well, we saw the same fifty-five gallon boat structure in season six. Yeah, I mean that it's it's been a, un, a been a provenly bad model. <laughs> ain't, so ain't work then, ain't working now. Well, yeah, is, I, I think. Just, in six they i don't think they got on it i think they just pushed it out and you know they tied some lines and then pushed it out but she's uh, actually yeah. planning on riding it like a like a horse well, yeah. like a mechanic yeah. <laughs> like trying to stay on a mechanical bull right kind yeah. Of a... yeah, yeah yeah where it's like if she goes down in that water not only is it game over in the show but that's like that's might be game over life all the way yeah <laughs> And she's saying, I'm trying to get about 30 feet out there. That's, yeah. Uh... <laughs> I, I, I love the optimism that the fish are just, just right out there. Just yeah. about, you know, just. And can you imagine yeah. with the stability? I mean, I haven't been in a boat like that, but a, even in a canoe, which gets a little wobbly, can you imagine trying to grab a big fish and just fighting oh, with yeah. it and forgetting about your balance because you're trying to secure that, yeah. Uh, yeah. that ant, you know, that fish, that next meal and the hunger that she's got fueling her it could make you make some bad decisions i'd imagine yeah but that, yeah. that was another one where i, I was just thinking there's there's got to be better options to exhaust before you ride a tippy barrel out into the freezing water yeah she's hungry for she, fat though she's just starved for fat she keeps talking about it need that fat gotta get that well, she was fat. she was hedging she was hedging the entire time on the gamble of saying like yeah you know i don't have enough calories i don't think i'm thinking straight here but i'm gonna you know yeah try to ride ride this steel horse out to sea and yeah see how it goes <laughs> <laughs> well even if you got one fish right that might be a big calorie expenditure there uh, I mean, dragging the fish it out. Side of the leg, you know. <laughs> There's some big ones. There are some big boys. There's some big boys. That's for sure. Um, I th saw something there that made me think about nutrition. She was getting some cramps. She was cramping up from a loss of electrolytes. And I was wondering what you thought about that in terms of endurance and yeah, those well, little little tough. things. Kind of. That's one of those things it. you wouldn't think about. Yeah, you don't get the basic salts and sugars and stuff like that to make it so that you or you know you know a classic one is just potassium in your diet um, you know what she's just not eating enough of that rock tripe 
She's got to get notorious for potassium. Vitamin T. <laughs> yeah, the thing about the tripe is you got to get it served up just right. That that good, you know, good squishy, yeah. warm tripe. <laughs> Slime yeah. tripe. Well, tripe is, you know, like animal intestine. So they've added that not so appealing animal term to rock. So they basically like you're between a rock and a fucking shitty intestine there. <laughs> well, well named probably by a very hungry explorer. <laughs> we did. Uh, we saw in Amos uh, a guy who was really struggling for food and and caught that fish at the end that that was a real godsend for him. Yeah, he he's one who he's definitely had a lot of struggles, but he kind of he weathers it well, right? He he stays patient. <laughs> that losing he's that so gill net would have losing that gill net would have just taken some people out right like the guy we lost in the first episode with the uh the fire steel right yeah that's yeah. a different type of uh metal that amos has right that's uh, yeah totally <laughs> and then and then the audacity to to make a tiny one and stick it out there with just hoping and then it bears bears fish yeah and he just you know? pivots almost rolling with the punches almost immediately to that was to incredible that. yeah i would feel um, i would feel totally like rejuvenated like and it was a rainy day project it was a terrible day outside had no food he's like okay well perfect day for doing some arts and crafts here inside let me get this uh gill net going and the next day that's how fast your luck can change um so but we're starting to see snow he missed that daughter's birthday he says he's using her to fire him up and get him motivated but it's definitely a pull the creature comforts and the connections with family um mm -hmm. we'll see what happens with him on that yeah well his again his motivations are still interesting you know he's like not out there for the money he claims not out there for the fame and uh and it i don't remember exactly what he said he just kind of had like what's he doing out there <laughs> what the hell is he doing out there <laughs> <laughs> just getting away struggling. from that family for a while <laughs> yeah just a little break <laughs> yeah it's a fair he's question like, he wanted he's having that very spiritual one with nature what can he learn right what can it teach him this experience um i yeah. guess be and more careful he, with your fucking gill net right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, even his attitude, I, don't, I can't remember his exact quote, but even when that gill net was gone, he still kind of had like, like, well, you know, this is life and I've got to be, you know, just sort of in and, harmony with like things as they happen. So, yeah. Well, he was definitely more chill with the gill net this time than he was when he lost that axe last time. So when he got that axe back, maybe it gave him sort of more faith that things will work out, things will keep going. He can trust in himself, trust in sort of something bigger, right? A more spiritual type connection there. Yeah, it seemed like he was really you know, drawing on that more in this episode because uh, he was 
cursing a little bit, right? Stomping around for a while, bad mouthing himself around that axe, mm-hmm. and and we didn't see that same that same emos this time. Do you guys remember that character from a few seasons ago? I think it was Larry. That was just yeah, they having meltdowns and tantrums about <laughs> yeah, like, about everything, mice, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Yeah, a lot oh, of people you, handle it differently. Oh God, you you damn mice! You keep <laughs> showing up in here, and you <laughs> you know, oh you gosh darn you know. He was just like <laughs> northern angry, you know, like kind of. Yeah. And then he caught one and just murdered it. <laughs> out yeah, of anger. Real savage, real savage about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean that's kind of where Mark's going. I feel like he might be on tilt a little bit, right? Like. <laughs> that anger is going to push him maybe he'll make a mistake or maybe he'll just use a lot of calories up sort of chasing around that bear like uh um they're chasing around the gophers in caddyshack they're just (laughs) but well that that bear that bear slash deer hunting post that he made is pretty awesome though that was incredible dragging all those logs up and but the uh, oh, you, and he ties him around his waist. That was that was pretty cool. I thought that I was that. smart. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. You kind of have this this fantasy or this what what you imagine for how it would go, like hunting, bringing down a bear, bringing down a musk and or a uh, muskox or whatever. And I, I want to talk about the Roland thing. We're, this this is this is what it's all leading up to. And yeah, that was what we came here for. So absurd that. You know what I mean? When you're out there, you don't have a gun. You don't have your. It's it's just messy and brutal. So imagine that situation, but with a bear. Right. You get an arrow in a bear, and then you're 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 hand to hand. Yeah. What the <laughs> hell? Do you even? Out. Yeah. Do you want that fight? That's that's the speed of a bear. Yeah. Unless you're up high, I guess. But bears can climb tree. A buskox can't climb a tree, at least, right? That's. Well, I gotta say, <laughs> the muskox out of all the different big game out there seems to be the most. Um, uh, I mean, it's not like a wolverine or a bear or something like that. Is seems like it'd be more aggressive. Or even you. a moose. A moose would come after you if you shot it with an arrow, right? Yeah, but I really don't. I mean, in all fairness, I don't know much about muskox outside of. Uh, <laughs> well, it was there definitely... aren't a lot of muskox in Cincinnati. I'll tell you that much. No, <laughs> New York either. <It's... laughs> but dude, I couldn't believe that. I, the the fact that um, Blake, you mentioned this when we were talking before about how he shot it in the basically like in the hind leg. And uh, that was enough. The ass, basically. <laughs> yeah. To, to make it so that, it, I mean, he was like, you know, he said he shot it from about 35 feet. And he said, oh, she's bleeding a lot out there. <laughs> and then he just waited. artery in the leg, right? He and then what, did, what was the time the frame on that? Didn't he wait like three hours before? He five hours. Five, five hours. five hours. Yeah. At first it said three hours. And then it was, an, it was just a one second cut. But an additional two hours after that. And that's when wow. he finally starts uh, running at it with the, the knife. But five hours. Can you imagine just stalking and Unbelievable. watching? Yeah. 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 And then that, that knife attack, it looked like he what he did was he would he jumped on it and he stabbed it once and then he ran, which yeah. made a lot of sense to me. Quick too. hit. Yeah. I didn't want it thrashing <clears throat> and yeah. Yeah. But again, like those are 
instincts I don't know that I would have had. Like if I go in, you know, full full barbaric savage and I have uh, a knife in my hand, you might think you're supposed to go in there like, you know, a serial killer and just start stabbing away. But Yeah, he just was like puncture wound, weaken it, like let it so lead a little bit a good, good more, hunter. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and then let also, it tire itself out the more it moves while it's bleeding and the more it kind of bleeds faster i think that was a big part of it too would you guys have known what to do with essentially like a thousand pounds of <laughs> dead muskox after you killed it in that moment did you have any guess as to what like was going to play out there in the next like, well i, I read scenes? You, you read in into the wild right where yeah it's for mechanics blew it he has this fantasy of like shooting an animal and then like living off that in the winter. But then, yeah, he shoots it. It's hot out. He's like, doesn't get the intestines out quick enough. Flies get on it. It spoils. And that, I remember reading that and I was like, oh man, I, I guess, you know, this survival dream is not what you imagine. It's, it's reality is messy and you got to know what you're doing. And Roland has, he's, he's definitely, cleaned up a few animals in his life god man he, he was, said that he was, had, he's an ultimate pro he <laughs> said he packed i wrote it down um 20 tons he estimated of meat on his back <laughs> in his life 20 tons that's quite a bit <laughs> how much how much meat have you a ton is a thousand pounds so he's like done at least you know, 12 of these muskocks <laughs> by hand. And that's not to mention the ones, you know, maybe he took on the snowmobile or the truck or, or whatever else. <laughs> then he, he took, um, I, I, it was just, it, and it, it's so messy. You just see his hands are all sticky and like he wrapped all the organs in his jacket. So yeah. then that's just his yeah. jacket. It's just Dude, like Gore-Tex, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how good blood is for Gore-Tex. That's probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then also the idea that the organs are the most nutrient dense. I did not know that. I, uh, I knew that. Did, not. did yeah. you know that? Yeah, that's why, you know, you get all, they, they're selling all these uh, like beef liver pills, supplements. Oh. So they're like drying out the liver and making it a pill so you can do it without having to like, you know, because a lot of people don't like to eat that. But yeah, they, they have a lot of the concentrated nutrients. Yeah. Yep. That is, yeah, I was surprised by that. And then, like I said, I had no idea. I had thought about like, God, well, what time is it if he shot it? And then he had to wait like three to five hours and now he's butchering it. And he's going to try and drag this shit back. What do you do? Do you just leave it overnight? And then like, when you come back, is it, I, I actually didn't think about the how much the temperature plays into this, but the fact that it was so cold was uh helpful in this case you know right yeah, i mean it was r- like hovering crucial. around freezing so it definitely acted slowed down that uh that that decay and you know the most of the insects are probably now out of the picture you don't have to worry right. so much yeah um, i was thinking flies and maggots and ants or something like that but yeah, yeah none of that was really the only thing that was really getting to him at first when he was starting to butcher that thing up were the birds right and they were kind of coming in and not taking little pieces off, but they're relatively small. Um, I thought, I wonder if they track any bacteria or, or other things that could give you some problems, even though they're not they taking much meat. Sure. If they're, yeah. yeah, if they're just yeah. kind of Pooping bringing things around. Yeah. 
bird food. But yeah, just the the whole the whole thing of laying the skin on top with the rocks and then the branches, I thought was just unbelievably brilliant. And then also having the wherewithal after he comes back and he's doing his butcher job to keep looking up real like don't get caught up in it. Don't pander to the camera. Don't do all that. You need to make sure that you're not about to get attacked by like a bear or some yeah. other animal. And bringing that like, bow oh, with him always to so smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's like and a, he did it in a shuttle, right? Too, where he 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 takes it, kind of like a Chinese fire drill, right? He brings it to one point, and then he goes back to there, and then he brings it to another point. So he inches it closer to camp, uh, and takes it away from that kill site. Um, and then he just that was two miles away. That was yeah, dude. That was two miles away. So he took it. I don't know, maybe another half mile. So he put it up on that ridge, but that's still, he's walking over a mile each way with that big weight in the calorie deficit that he's in. Um, adrenaline, I think is paying a big factor for him. And I guess he's having a little bit of heart snacks along the way. <laughs> a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of valve snacks. <laughs> that, I, you know, I thought that like, again, his level of, uh knowledge with regard to hunting is like i've never i mean his him talking about his favorite part of the heart is like the bottom three rings or something like yeah, the how many valve. hearts have you eaten that you have a, a specific culinary preference on which rings of the heart you're eating you know that's insane yeah yeah but yeah I'm, i've been super impressed with that guy and now it's looking exciting for the next episode because you saw at the end he starts building that um little kind of like a chest or whatever like a small long cabin kind of thing for all this yeah. meat to sit in right to store it in yeah well, i think too what helped him out is his he kind of left some uh teasers you know the head he left the stomach the first day and so that stuff got in but it were kind of the lower value parts like it seemed that he was leaving while he protected the main um the main cache. So the animals, they got distracted with what was easiest to get to yeah. and they had something to hold them off um, and didn't find the need to go rooting around at least while he had time to, to move things off of there. But he lost some good parts on the head, the jowl, the fatty jowls. He, he's not going to have any nice cheek steaks or the <laughs> lips. Uh, <laughs> oh. You gotta get those lipsticks in. <laughs> yeah, those lips. Yeah, those lips. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just there. It seems like there's a zillion things that you could do wrong, or I think most people would do wrong, and he mm -hmm. just dominated that situation unbelievably. I just I couldn't believe. Yeah, it. yeah he, and he I got another look at his his shelter. Right, that when he's coming back, it just does. It's epic, right? The the massiveness of it when he's kind of getting ready to go out for his runs to pick up the the next load of meat. Those big yeah. timbers he's got over those it looks like a so fort. It looks yeah. so much so much different than our friend uh, Joe getting dripped Joe. on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the good mean, thing about Joe though, now if Joe got a muskox, he could just be like, well, setting up camp right here. Just <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to yeah. have a rock house to worry about. Right. 
You just have to God. cook it all at once and just eat it. You know where to. <laughs> so just a little it. poll to you guys. Do you think at this point, I mean, is with that with that muskox catch, how relevant is that for? I mean, is that does that mean he doesn't have to do much? What does that mean? What are the implications of that for the rest of the hundred days? Is what I'm asking. I think that's enough for him to like survive and make it a hundred days. That's like a million dollar muskox. Like obviously he has all those berries and the roots that he's been storing up. Maybe he can get like some gain here and there, but I think with just that, yeah, that can probably stretch him almost the entire way. And well, so remember do do though, it's the same. Do it, you just lay low at that point? And, it's sorry. the same when, when they were catching tons of rabbits though, right? That, depending on the type of meat, you know, rabbits are really lean. This muck sauce, he was, as he was butchering it up, he was just struggling to find fat on that thing. Um, right. And that's why he was bummed about losing the cheeks and some of the head parts there, because he just saw that besides some of the organs, it was a lean beast. So he's got a lot of meat, but it's very lean, probably tough meat. Um, and so he's got some good protein, but is it going to provide him the full nutrition that he needs. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Know. This is the you know, fish are the thing. most complete. Like, they're, they're the most complete for sure. Yep. Fish and eggs. If you can find some eggs out there, but mm -hmm. uh, they're hard to come by. Gosh. Well, okay. Well, what do you think? Any, any closing statements guys, anything left to talk about? Joe's got to oh. go next, right? <laughs> Joe's got to go. I think he's Joe and Kylan. They're yeah. both out. <laughs> Kylan's having emotional breakdowns. Joe's Joe's emotional basket case. I just, just don't see these guys as being on the same uh, cut from the same cloth as our guy Roland here. Roland's just like cut he's from like, the same hide. <laughs> yeah, I think if Mark, I think if Mark can score a, the bear that he's hunting down, I think he'll be right there in the running as well. Mm -hmm. um, I, these are the only guys with the big game prospects. The snow is coming in out. though, right? They're, they're all talking like this is rare to see bear at this time um, of the year, you know, so they're not long for this environment. I don't think they're going to be hunkering down. Um, so it, it might be, they may become less and less visible um, as they're kind of getting their last bit of calories fattened up before their their hibernation there. Yeah, well, so what do you think then? Because winter's coming, the, the big game, uh, the prospect of that'll just go away and it's gonna be left to just having to do ice fishing and uh, foraging of that kind? Well, I mean, not everything. The Obviously, like they said, you know, the, the snowshoe hares and those things are gonna keep going. The fox are gonna still be there. <clears throat> so you got uh, some stuff. The muskox, they don't hibernate. They'll be hanging around. I don't know how many there are, um, but they, everything kind of slows down. It's not going to be traveling as far. So, but the uh, it might be harder to find. Actually, in seasons past, is more productive than shore fishing because you can get out to those deeper areas, cut a hole. Oh, yeah. So. I but it takes a while to that. freeze up. That's what Keelan was saying. She's got to wait. Yep. Could be weeks, right, till that really gets thick enough to get out there. And after that boat incident, I don't know how much confidence she's going to have uh, 
treading out on thin ice. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and see. We will Until wait and see. Till next, Til next week. week. <laughs> well, this is uh, Post Alone. And I'm going to go, I don't know about you, I'm going to go eat me a big, stanky muskox steak. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to do some cheek steaks, call it good tonight. <laughs> I want to have some, some jowls, rock, some rock tripe stew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next week, yeah. we'll be serving up tripe hot. So. <laughs> Chasing it with some mushrooms and uh, yeah. maybe a little, you know bloody hand <laughs> <laughs> maybe some uh some squirrel sushi this time of year mm. good for uh good for the stomach good probiotic for the stomach yeah, yeah. Just twist you up <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Mm. all right guys till next week peace see ya